on this week's episode, we take you on a journey through our 2021. Yes, on this journey, we talk through our Spotify wrapped this year and just things that we did and how we feel. Yeah, so stick around. Welcome to Rare with Flair. The podcast where two 20-somethings with the same rare disease are living our best lives. I'm your host, Casey. And I'm your host, Cassandra. Hello, Cass. Wow. 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 We've made it through. 2021 is almost over. We've made it through another year. And in fact, even though we started our podcast in July of 2020 and we had already hit our year mark in July of 2021, this is the first calendar year that we have done a full year of the pod. Wow. That feels good to say and kind of wild. Wipes a tear from We've eye. We've literally done this a year and a half without ever skipping an upload. And now... Wow, you guys, we have uh, not skipped an upload. Y'all. And we've done some mini apps, but we have been very, very... Um, what is the word I'm looking for? See, I feel like you. Right oh, now. I. <laughs> we're laughing because I always forget words constantly. I'm always like, "What is the word I'm looking for? Uh, what are you looking We've for?" We've been very on top Meticulous. of it this year, though. Yes, about that's a good that's word. A good one. About uploading every single Tuesday, every other Tuesday, but every single time our upload day arrives, we have done it, and it feels good. And I'm excited to get into this app. But do you have any? life updates i have a little life update actually Ooh. well i'm just excited at the time that we're recording this it is the week of christmas yes. so i'm very excited i think it'll be lots of fun to just spend time with family over the holidays it'll be so good yes yes absolutely i i'll give a quick quick little life update but i don't want to get too into it because it's very long and i could explain it for hours and i'm sure i'll talk about it next year on the pod but your girl case is going to get glasses in January. Ooh, yeah. Um, long story short, I'm trying progressive lenses. Um, do they help? Like, not really. They don't bring up my acuity at all, but they make everything a little sharper. And hey, less eye fatigue sounds nice. And I've never tried progressive lenses, um, but I'm very excited. So I will, I will keep the pod updated about my experience. Please do. I very well might And welcome to the crappy HD club. Crappy HD. If you remember, <laughs> I think it was literally back in one of our the second, second episode. episode uh, Cass said the incredible quote of, my vision is crappy, but with glasses, it's crappy HD. And Yeah, and uh, you can join the weird club of also just like being legally blind and wearing glasses that sort of help, but still you're blind. Yes, so. <laughs> absolutely. So I'm excited to keep you guys updated on that. But uh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Plus, I think it looks super cute. Enough. So we're excited because a while ago we did a music episode about our favorite music. And then last year we did a year-end wrap-up of our 2020. And we were like, hey, why don't we kind of combine the two, do a bit of a year-end wrap-up, also talk about our Spotify wrapped, the music we've been into this year, since that's really, music is really important to both of us, and we hope everybody listening, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you know, maybe can get some music recommendations from us, or maybe just enjoys hearing us talk about it. Maybe not, but we're not going to only talk about music this episode. Um, of course. But yeah, at the end of the year, Spotify does this thing where it gives you your top 
artists and songs and genres and all of that of the year and it's always so fun for us music lovers very highly anticipated for anyone who has Spotify and anyone who has Apple Music is always a little left out. But um, it is always really fun just to see like which artists influenced your year or which artists you go back to year after year. Um, so I, I just think it's it's a really fun wrap up. It's not technically the whole year. I think it's only from you know, January through the end of October. But regardless, it is still super fun and we always look forward we to it. We do. So do you want to share our wrapped results? Ooh. Okay. Like, do you want to All share right. just our top five artists? Um, yes. Or we could share yeah. even more than that. I might not share my songs because I feel like they don't even represent. My, I agree with that but for me. Artists, um. artists we can do. <laughs> Let's do artists. Um, would you like to go first? Yeah, we could do like one after the other with a little blurb after it of, of what they mean to us, I guess. Sure. And start out by like, we did do a music episode last year, as Case mentioned, but like kind of talk about like what music you tend to gravitate sure. to. Sure. Are, are we starting at number five or number one? Ooh. I know. Hmm. I know. Let's start at number five. Let's start at number five. My number five is Haley Williams. Um, she is the lead singer of the band Paramore, but this year and in 2020 was like a solo year for her. She released two solo albums. Um, I definitely enjoyed them. I enjoy Paramore's music a good bit more, but I enjoyed hearing her experimental stuff. And so that was a fun one for me. Yeah. Um, as, as for what music I tend to listen to the most, it's more like, alternative rock type things sometimes classic rock sometimes what you'd consider quote-unquote indie um but it's just like unique kind of experimental sounding music always kind of gets me excited and I love a good strong beat so um my number five was a British alt-rock band called The Vaccines which was particularly funny because you know this year uh like the vaccine came out and so every time I would post about them it would always get flagged on Instagram for find more vaccine information <laughs> at cdc.gov <laughs> but um I followed the vaccines for many years uh since I was in high school I've loved a lot of their stuff but they came out with an album this year that I thought was really brilliant and so I definitely listened to it on repeat so that's probably why they were my number I bet they were happy that their name became really like more intense this year with everything going on oh yeah I think they made it worthwhile it came up a lot I'm sure (laughs) I love that I love and you were listening to them before so there you go but you know um, my number four is a funny one. It's Barlow and Bear. Um, they are a songwriting duo, Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear. They wrote the concept musical for Bridgerton the Musical. I think they're brilliant. I'm so excited. They're writing, I think, a Broadway show coming up. Um, I can't wait to see what it is. I think they're, like, going to win a Tony any minute. I think they're the up, up and coming next big musical theater songwriting duo and they're so young and so brilliant so i'm excited to see what they do next that's awesome and i love that seeing your musical oh yeah you gotta have the musical theater in your spotify musical theater in there um my number four is another um (laughs) 
three or what three out of five of these are British rock groups. But anyway, so one <laughs> this is another British group called Alt J. I've also followed them for a long time, but um, I just I find their music really easy to listen to in the background or while I'm doing something. Um, their like debut album which is called An Awesome Wave. It's just something that I love to have on at any given time. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Just year after year, I come back to that. So they're number nine, number four. Yes, Alt-J <laughs> were in your top ten of our music episode, too. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I, I know that they're playing a show next year, and I'm really debating going because it's in a stadium and, you know, stadium shows. Sure. Um, all right, my number three, shocker, after saying Haley Williams was my number five, my number three is Paramore. I feel like Paramore I is... I didn't even feel like I listened to them that much this year, but I guess I always just have them on rotation at any given moment. Um, I think they're usually in my... T- I think they're actually my top Spotify artist of all time that I have. Wow. Um, I love all their albums. I wish they'd make more music. I'm, I'm, I'm great that Haley's going off on her own, but I'm like, give me another Paramore album, please. So <laughs> anyway, that was my number three. That's great. Um, my number three is yet another British group. Uh, wow. <laughs> I know. Um, I've never been to the UK, but I guess I have a thing for it. So um, they're called Everything Everything. I discovered them like toward the end of my time in college. I feel like the one of the more recent groups that came up in my top five. Um, their music has always been super interesting to me. I think that um, they have a very unique sound. Uh, a little like Radiohead, but less sad. Oh, uh, and okay. like, I like Radiohead. They do a lot of kind of like existential type of music that makes you want to like think more deeply about the world around you. I think it's really smart, and um, and the music sounds really awesome. So they put in an album in 2020 that I listened to to death, and that's probably why they came up awesome. so much. <laughs> love that. I love Radiohead, so I'll need to check them out. Um, my number two is Aurora. Uh, she's kind of like a, I've heard her described as Nordic folk. Uh, her music is very whimsical, very like fantasy-esque in my opinion. Like, I just love it. I think it's super like amazing to have on in the background. It's really chill and makes you feel like you're like in a forest, which is totally my vibe at all times without actually being in the fo- like I don't actually want to be in a forest but I want to pretend like I'm in a forest <laughs> so <laughs> I love her voice it's incredible her lyrics are great and I really um pretty much discovered her this year like I had heard of her before but I really didn't start super listening to her this year so that was cool that she was my number two dang so my number two and number one are some of my favorite artists of all time, but the reason that they're up so high is because a lot of time, and I stopped doing this because, I don't know if this is a good reason, because it influenced my raps, but I listen to a lot of music as I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So um, these albums were on a lot, and they, you know they weren't even on repeat, but it was just the daily, like, I put them on at night. Um, but my number two is Local Natives. I'm a big fan. I love them so much. They have such beautiful harmonies. I think their songs are really smart. I've talked about them last year. I've, again, I've followed them for a long time. And yeah, I just, I love having them. And I just, I would love to see them because I have not had that pleasure yet. <laughs> oh, I hope one day for you, for sure. Um, my number one is Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, so Folklore came out 
her album Folklore came out in 2020. Evermore came out at the very end of 2020. So she released two albums in 2020 and she released a few in 2021 as well. Her re-releases. I know this makes no sense to anyone who doesn't really follow her. But, you know, anyway, um, I really loved Folklore and Evermore a lot. So I listened to them a lot in 2020, but I also carried them over to 2021 and listened to them quite a lot, especially since Evermore came out at the very end of last year. So it barely counted as my 2020 wrap up. But um, I really love those albums specifically. I like everything she's done, but those are my faves. So, of course, I'm not surprised that she got the top spot because of those albums. Yeah, yeah. We have more things to say about Taylor Swift, and I will reserve that for later. <laughs> but um, my number one was Jukebox the Ghost. I think that, um, is, and it's specifically one album that I would put on while I slept because um, I really liked that album. It's their self-titled that came out, like, I don't know, in the mid-2010s. But a um, big part of the reason I put it on while I went to sleep is because um, the the lead singer and um he's also the pianist in the band he's really gifted pianist um half of the album is just um instrumental piano covers of the other songs on the album and it's really beautiful and melodic and just it's great to go to sleep to but i am i do love jukebox the ghost i did finally get to see them this year live um which was super special but um yeah they're they're such a great group if you like kind of like ballads and great piano music and also occasional existential music, <laughs> they're a great band. I really love the little I have heard of them and I want to dig more into their stuff because the little I've heard of them I really enjoyed. So I feel like you would really like yeah. them. They are a bit theatrical. I've gotten really into AJR this year who was one of Cassandra's top five Ooh. or top ten in our music episodes. So who knows? We're just we made a joint playlist recently kind of introducing each other to some things and sharing some of oh, our fans. I've been listening to that so a lot. Have I. I, I really, really enjoyed I it. I really enjoy it too. It's a great playlist. Not going to toot our own horn, but <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> Do you want to share any other artists or yes. genres you've been listening to this year that did not make the top five? Right. So one thing that Case and I were talking about, so obviously we got our wrapped early in December and then we immediately <laughs> like were texting each other all of our deconstructing thoughts yeah. about why it came out that way. And one <laughs> of the things we were both talking about individually was that we each branched out a lot in our listening, even though our top five were still artists that we love and we've come back to a lot. Um, but like... I think for me, there are two big things I I was going to talk about is a big part of my listening this year was influenced by the radio. I was taught, I've talked throughout the year and even uh, the end of last year about how I've gotten really into local radio. Uh, I'm a big fan of our local alternative station. They're one of the few independent radio stations left in the country, Mm. which is really cool. I feel really happy to be able to support them, but through them, I've just been able to learn about a lot more artists. So I think some honorable mentions this year uh, that I I learned about through the radio and I really enjoyed were like older artists like Cake from the 90s. Um, also the White Stripes and all of Jack White. I really started digging into a lot of his discography. Jack White's been in like three different bands over the course of his career and like... He only continues to make 
like brilliant music. So I think that's been really cool. He does a lot more. It's kind of I think it's considered like blues rock. So like Spotify also classified in our like our top five genres, and blues rock made the cut. Probably because of Jack White. Mm. So I think that was really cool that I got to explore that. Um, I have another thing to say, but it's longer, and I think you know what it is. So oh. you should say something. Okay, no, yeah, <laughs> and I know, like, you really did listen to the radio a lot, and I feel like it's hard with Spotify because, obviously, the rate your radio listening is not, you know, calculated right. into your Spotify wrapped. But um, I know my Spotify wrapped, I feel like, did a good job at – showing what I listened to this year, but I don't think it did a good job at showing how much I branched out this year, like Cass um, said as well. I listened to a lot of music this year, probably more music than I've ever listened to in a year. I was just constantly listening. I was listening to a lot of jazz. I like a lot of soft jazz, Mm -hmm. Ella Fitzgerald, um, who I've always loved, but I was just listening to a lot more of that kind of stuff lately. Um, I also was listening to more instrumental than I've ever listened to. Also, I was getting really into, like, curated playlists that I didn't create. Usually, I create my own playlists and listen to those. But I was really getting into, like, cottagecore um, playlists. Um, there was a cottagecore fall playlist I found on Spotify that I was so into during the fall. I love that aesthetic. And I, um, I like, really was just branching out as much as I could with different playlists and genres and artists. Still not going too far from what I like I guess but just like new stuff you know I mean I feel like usually I listen to my same top 30 people over and over and over but it was cool to branch out to new stuff so I had a lot of fun had a lot of fun with that and I'm excited to do it next year and I hate that Spotify isn't like um you know doing tallying what we're listening to right now because I know right like I'm like I feel like I gotta I gotta not listen to music until January 1st (laughs) <laughs> Although if, it doesn't count, if they right did, now. it would be a lot of Christmas music anyway. So I mean, it's probably for the best. But anyway, <laughs> um, if you heard that sound on my end, a plane flew over my house. <laughs> <laughs> we had to pause for a minute. A plane, a plane, a plane came and flew. wanted to ruin our sound. Oh, okay. Um, the one other thing I wanted to talk about, and I'll I'll try to be brief with this, but Case knows I can't be brief. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I, uh, I had self-declared myself as an obnoxious hipster, and as part of those duties um, require is um, for me to not like Taylor Swift, for not really any particular reason. Um, <laughs> yes. But I, during the summer, I got tired of not liking Taylor Swift for no reason, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to go on a little journey, and I decided to listen to... All of her albums, just the the regular studio recorded, not the deluxe or anything. Okay, I'm not that not that devoted, <laughs> but um, I listened to all nine 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 of her. Thank you, <laughs> all <laughs> nine of her albums, and I like wrote detailed reviews and I posted them on my personal Instagram. Uh, stories and also shared them ad nauseum with Casey, who is a Taylor Swift fan, and she got oh, yes. enjoyment out of it. So um, oh, yes. I have to say that when I look, so you can find out your current, like over the past six months, uh, Spotify artists that you've been like listening to, 
And over the past six months, it still comes up with number like seven or something as Taylor Swift, which I think (laughs) is hilarious. And it's because of this whole experiment I did with her music. And I'm really glad I did because I did find stuff about her music that I liked. I didn't, I can't say that I'm a full fan, but I do respect her as a musician. And I really liked Lover as an album a lot. I remember you were like afraid that it was going to mess with your Spotify stats you <laughs> listen to all nine of her albums. You were like, oh no, but she can't be on my rap. <laughs> Which I understand because it wouldn't be accurate because you weren't listening to it like for pleasure. It was for science. You were doing it for science. But no, I mean, I think it's one of those things where um, not everyone has to like her style of music, but she is a, like at this point in her career, She's a critically acclaimed songwriter, and I think anybody could look at her songwriting and say it's really great no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I appreciated that Cass had an open mind because I feel like if you just hear, like, Shake It Off mm. and some of her, like, cheesy <laughs> bad pop, not bad, but you know what I mean, some of her cheesy pop on the radio, you're not going to know. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people just hear that and they're like, ew, okay, why do you like Taylor Swift? You yeah. Know? But you got to dig. You gotta the dig thing deep. that I enjoyed and that was unique about her was because she's experimented so much with different genres, I really got to, like, compare and contrast. Like, I... Like, I didn't really like uh, Reputation in 1989. and But I do think that, like you know, Lover, which is still a pop album, was really brilliant. And, like, just then seeing her transition into something like Folklore, which was very different. And I think Folklore did an excellent job of highlighting her songwriting skills. And I don't know. I could go on. I did write detailed reviews, but... <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it was I a really fun experiment for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was a fun experiment for me, too, to, like, decon... I love deconstructing anything, whether it be music, a TV show, whatever. So I always enjoy talking about that kind of stuff with people who are as invested as I am. So that was a fun thing we did. And so, yeah, unless you have anything else to say about music, which we could go on and on about forever. I think we, we were We were going to kind of go through the year of 2021, winter, spring, summer, and fall kind of give a little recap similar to how we did in 2020 this is a fun way for us to look back on our year and to you know give you a little insight on our daily lives and our year as a whole so um winter winter what was winter 2021 like for you so what were you doing I wrote down some things and I think subconsciously for each season I ended up writing three things which I think was really funny um so the the biggest highlight of the winter for me was that I bought my condo in February. Oh, yes. It was super special. I had been looking throughout the end of last year and just, you know, right on January 6th. I don't know. Have you, You've seen Miracle on 34th Street, right? Yes. And you know how, like, it was so funny because we watched it last year, but the little girl is asking Santa for what? A house. She wants a house. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it. No, it's fine. It's not a quiz. Um, <laughs> I was like, uh. <laughs> it's rhetorical, but it's okay. Um, so I thought that was so funny because I hadn't yet bought a house. But um, in Puerto Rico, we celebrate uh, Three Kings Day, which is 12 days after Christmas, which is the actual 12 days of Christmas on January 6th. And that is when I put an offer in on this place that popped up 
like the day before and it was really special because even though santa did not bring me a house the three kings did (laughs) oh i love that it was so magical i cannot believe it's almost been a year yeah wow it's i can't believe it feels like yesterday to me yeah wow what, what else? Is, what, what else? Oh, are we going to alternate or are we going to... Oh, we can alternate little bits. Yeah, I think... I mean, this is going to be one of yours too, probably. But I think my big highlight of the winter was getting vaccinated. Yes. Um, I'll never forget the day. It was really like... His, it felt really historic and monumental. And I got it before most of the people I knew because um, I'm more of a health risk, as Cass is as well. Um, and it was just really, really a magical time. And I can't believe it's almost been a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was my next thing, too. It was just, it was, I remember, like, registering to get my vaccine. And I, like, had to wake up, like, early specifically to get online and to be able to put my name down on the slot because I was finally eligible as someone with, like, an immune-compromising disorder. So, like, it was just, it was so wild. And I remember calling my mom, like, early for me and I was like mom I think I think I registered to get my vaccine and I still couldn't fully believe it but I know I I remember feeling the same way like oh did I really get a slot to get this like the other thing I wanted to bring up was I I know I'm I made I mentioned and made jokes about the vaccines earlier but one thing that happened was they came out with a shirt that they had already come out with but it was now timely that says the vaccines make me feel good and so I bought it, and I wore it to my vaccines, and I was very proud, and I felt like a good fan. Yes. <laughs> I think another thing that stood out for me in the winter is we had that huge snowstorm, and Memphis <gasps> rarely gets yes. a lot of snow. And it was really bad. I was, like, snowed into my house, and it was kind of, you know, like, every, everyone's pipes were bursting. I know, like, the warmer states, like Texas and Tennessee, like, were having a hard time. But I remember kind of feeling like, you know, the snow is coming and we're all snowed in and then we're going to get vaccinated and it's going to be like springtime and new life. And it just felt like a new, a big end to that long winter and a new beginning kind of thing. Mm. And I know that sounds cheesy, but that's like really how it felt. So, and I remember my vaccine was like right, my second dose was, was like right after the snowstorm and I was so scared. I wasn't going to be able to like get there, but I did. And so that was exciting. My, the last thing I was going to say personally about the winter was that I did a lot of purging as I was also moving Mm, I did a lot of cleaning and I got rid of a lot of things um I've since acquired some other things but I don't think nearly as many as I did previously own I think it was a really good thing for me to do um I'm definitely much more aware of the things that I own and you know I truly I try not to buy as much just because I know that I have, like, things that I already own and like. Absolutely. Yes. Definitely. Were you going to say something else about the winter? Because I, I know don't something. have anything. I oh. know something for you. What did I do? Casey started <laughs> cooking. I did. I was going to – I couldn't decide if I wanted to include that in the winter you or the should. spring. But I, I think it was the winter. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I was like, yeah, I was like, like February. cleaning. You were like, I think I'm gonna try and start cooking more. <laughs> I started cooking, yeah, for literally pretty much the first time in my life. I mean, before this, I had I had obviously cooked before, but nothing 
like you know pasta noodles and things so like yeah I started cooking in January I can't believe like January or February I can't believe it's been almost a year and it's really I'm just having a lot of fun I'm so excited to cook a bunch of things for Christmas this year Mm, and um yeah it's been really fun um so yeah that I think I was gonna mention it and I was like maybe I'll save it for spring because speaking of spring I really have a lot for summer and fall, but spring, I, like, can't think of anything. So maybe something, maybe something you say will jog my memory of what I was doing in the spring. So I think in the spring, a big deal was that I just started getting out more. I remember the first restaurant that I went to, like, at the end of March because I had been, I got my first vaccine in, like, toward the mid-February and it was so weird. I felt like I was doing something wrong. Like, I, I didn't mm. feel like I was allowed to be there. <laughs> mm. Yes, I started doing some things, too. Even just seeing my family mm-hmm. and feeling a little less afraid. And when I say my family, I mean, like, my nephews, too. I remember, like, going over to their house. And usually we would only stay outside. But when we were vaccinated, we, you know, went inside. And it was, like, we, it was like really great. It just felt so good to be with them. Again, and I went to Mississippi to visit my grandma. And yeah, just getting out again in general. I'm like, I I don't know why. Like, it's not that the spring was particularly good or bad. I just don't have a lot of vivid memories from this spring. But I remember it being good. I just don't really, like, have any, like, key things to share about it, really, that I can think of. Do you have any more from the spring? Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I went through, like, my phone pictures to... Like kind of get a better yeah, idea I was of what do that. happened because like yeah. Otherwise, I kind of sat right before we recorded this. I just kind of sat around. And I'm like, what did I do this year? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> you know, when people ask you what you like to do and then you don't remember anything. Yeah, it yeah. felt like that. So yeah, <laughs> the two things that popped up because uh, through looking at my photos, this is the point that I started baking significantly more. Um, ah. and and a. You know, a big part of that is because I had a, a, a bigger kitchen. But also, like, I was getting out more, but I was still trying to do, like, fun stuff. And so baking ended up being one of those things. I remember, like, in uh, in May, I made croissants, which was very involved. But it was... I remember. I remember. Yeah. Like, I love how we followed each other throughout all of this, you know, like... And by followed, I don't mean, like, on socials. I mean, like, followed, like, daily, you know. And, like, yeah. I remember the croissants. The I croissants venture. It was a, it was, it was an adventure. I started, like, making, like, more pastry items, like, pie crusts and quiches and tarts. And I've made several tarts this year just because it's been a fun challenge. And that's something I enjoyed. Another thing I, I did was, like, a lot of home improvement because I had just, you know, gotten into my house. And so then, like, with some, like, money that I had saved and then, like, <laughs> tax refund, I, like, bought a mm-hmm. couch. Like, a real couch, not a futon. And yes. just, you know, it was really exciting to be able to make my space my own. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually have a lot for the summer. I feel like I had, like, a monumental summer and fall this year. <laughs> But so the summer, I did a lot of things. I deleted my social medias completely off of my phone. And that really like was life changing in in such a darn good way. I was about to say a curse. I I felt passionate. I felt passionate in such a good way. Um, 
I, this, so that was great. I also read a lot. I read like 25 books just That's in the amazing. summer. I have this little like patio. It's not even like a patio. It's like a concrete slab with two chairs in it behind my condo. And I would sit out there every day with my dog and read and look at the sky and like enjoy the weather. I loved the weather. My parents got a pool. I was at the pool all the time, loving it. I went kayaking. I was like loving like being outdoors, the water. I went to the beach. Like, like this summer was so good. I ended up getting sick and having so many asthma issues later in the summer. So I think like yeah. August and September were like not as good. But like June and July, man, like what a time to be alive. It was a really good time for me. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And I felt really at my peak of of like spiritual and mental and physical health. Like I felt really good in the yeah. summer. That's so awesome. yeah, it was a good time. Um, let's see this summer. Um, I, so I think I felt like I was finally settling. Um, mm-hmm. Even though like I've lived in Columbus technically since I was in college, but um, I felt like this year I, was the year that I felt more roots. Not only because I, like, made a, like, pretty permanent purchase of a property, but this summer I feel like I finally found, like, a church home, which was something that I was Mm -hmm. struggling with for a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. And I wanted to find a really good community. And this summer I had that opportunity, and I've been really, really enjoying it ever since. So that was really special for me. Um, Yes. I also started a new job, actually, mm-hmm. which was that really was a fun one. wild a and one. exciting. I know, yeah, yes. I, it was a wild year. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, so, was a, it was a wild year, sure was. So before this job, not to get too deep into it, I was a software tester. Uh, I talked a little bit about it at the year-end episode last year, but... Um, I have always been really passionate about working with accessibility. I have a lot of experience in that field, not just because I'm disabled, but because like I've had the opportunity to work with really like knowledgeable professionals in the accessibility space. Um, so this July, I actually got um, I sort of promoted, but also I moved to a different team within. Um, I work for Jace, and. Um, I'm, like, now an accessibility advisor, which is so cool. It was, like, my dream job, and now I get to actually do it. And it's really cool because I get to work with a lot of our technology teams and help them make the technology that, you know, all of our customers use more accessible. And that is really rewarding and really fun. Yes, and I'm so happy for you. And I remember when all of this was happening, and I was, like, excited for you and nervous for you. And, like, I just... Uh, it's just like to say that you have your dream job is so cool because yeah. like who would have thought you know when you're like when you're young and you're in college and you just never know what's going to happen but to yeah. like be able to do what you want to do it's so it's so easy to take that kind of thing for granted because it becomes your daily life but like mm-hmm. to just say like I'm really doing something that I that I dreamed of doing is so cool I love that so much yeah. for you and you deserve yeah. it girl Thanks, babe. Um, uh, so for the fall I really had a great fall. I loved this fall. It was so fun. I started baking. 
for the first time ever. Yeah, like I never baked before ever. Like I, I had a, I had had a little bit of cooking experience, but like no baking. I made these pumpkin cookies that Cassandra gave me the recipe for like four times. Um, <laughs> I made all different kinds of mainly cookies. I was making a bunch of cookies and I just made a new cookie recipe last week. Um, so I've continued baking. I also like started burning candles in my house, which I know is not that big of a deal, but for me it was because like, I don't like fire, but I, I got over that fear and the ambiance was really nice and autumnal to have my candles on. I was knitting. I like went to a corn maze and I was doing a lot of fun fall things. I was really enjoying the weather getting cooler. And I, mm-hmm. I felt like I like listened to like autumnal playlists, like I mentioned earlier, Um, so I really felt like I was like getting in the fall spirit this year and it was a lot of fun and I enjoyed Halloween as well. And then also I got to see Cass in the fall. Yes. That was on my list. Yes. I don't (laughs) want to steal your list so you could go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm not mad you stole it. I'm just excited to talk about it because it was just so special after not seeing each other for like two and a half years. It was just magical and because we were in disney it was also magical yeah yeah it was so fun also i i wanted you to know that a lot of times when i write your name um i write it like bb case as in bb cakes (laughs) Ah, i know yes i've noticed that (laughs) so um i i saw bb cakes (laughs) baby cakes baby cakes oh my gosh that's my new little nickname i love it (laughs) Um, I think that along with that, between, I think, July, like, a little bit June, July, but then specifically, like, August, September, um, I finally started traveling again, and Mm -hmm. it was amazing. I took a little road trip with my parents. I visited my brother, which is the first time I was on a plane Mm -hmm. in a long time. Um, I saw some friends. I even took a trip with some friends, during September and also what was really cool was I got to go to concerts again which started in August and I've been to like seven or eight shows since then yes and And I started going to theater again too I forgot about that that was big like we both started going to theater shows again and 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 concert shows so yeah it's just really special to be able to go back and do the things and see the things that we really love yeah Um, yeah it really was I think like traveling and just being with friends and feeling Mm -hmm. like a bit more freedom to do that like that yeah it's there's not much more for me to say other than like it was just really a special time um throughout this fall just to be just to be in society more again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes and now we're at the Christmas season which we're still technically in I guess either today or tomorrow is the first day of winter I can't remember if it's the 21st or 22nd it may be today so if it is as we're recording this it's december 21st um so yeah um you know the christmas season kind of bleeds into fall a little bit but that is always a special time and a fun time and like i think sure like we've had our fair share of hard times this year and we're not gonna necessarily you know we try to keep a barrier of our personal lives on this podcast like we do share a lot of vulnerable things about our disability but as far Mm -hmm. as our personal lives and our relationships we don't want to like you know talk too much about those so like sure we have had hard times this year but I think overall we both had a really good 2021 and I think we both had a lot of growth in 2021 like I think 
like I would dare say it was one of my biggest years of growth I've maybe ever had and I don't know if that's because we were coming off of the pandemic and we learned a lot through that Mm -hmm. or or what it was but like um it's been a lot of learning for me and a lot of growing and a lot of trying to make better uh choices not that I was making like bad decisions before but just trying to be more mindful of like how I eat how I shop how I think how what media I'm consuming all that kind of stuff and I hope to do more um of that in the coming year too um but it was a really fun year I kind of feel feel sad to tell 2021 goodbye it was a it was a pretty good time and I feel like we were so close of course this year and we were doing the pod the whole year and the pod has always been like a staple in our lives and oh my gosh oh my gosh we came out with merch in the winter yes oh my gosh we did we did we've done so many things it's hard to like even remember all of them but that was a fun i can't believe that's almost been a year ago Oh, man. I know. Wow. I'm thinking of, like, I feel like I tried a lot of new stuff. I mean, I've, yeah, I've me too. cooked and baked a lot throughout my, like, adult life. But um, I, I just, I feel like I did a lot of unique things because, you know, we're sort of half in, half out of this pandemic. And so yeah. we sort of have yeah. a lot of time, but also, like, we don't. Uh, but, um you know, I think one thing I tried this year that I have really enjoyed was, like, I've just, like, had fun with plants. <laughs> I was just, oh, my gosh, you read my freaking mind. I thought, <gasps> I, first of all, I thought you were going to say rock climbing at that the end too. of that sentence. Because you've been loving that. But literally in my mind, I was like, oh, i got to say that I became a plant mom this year. Yes. Um, so I became a plant mom this year. I, I only have one singular plant. His name is Henry. I got I him in the summer. I named him. I did. He's still going strong. I got him in the summer. I hope to get more. But you really have been, you started your planting, plant mom life a good bit before I did. And you've really been like branching out with your different plants this year. And Yeah, like, I did try that this some- year. So like I, I got my first plant, which was the same kind of plant that Case has um, yeah. back in like 2019. And it was nice Is to have. Is it still dirt- alive? Oh, yeah. It's wow, still, that's amazing. It's still, it's yeah, it's still kicking. It is really hard to kill a pothos. But, like, um, I have, I've since made, like, an explant of it that is also pretty long now. Um, and they're, like, kind of ivy plants, and they are really resilient. But um, my sister-in-law gave it to me years ago, and it was a really nice thing to have during the pandemic. I remember, like, when the pandemic was truly starting, like, in March of 2020, I remember I stayed in my parents' house a lot. And I brought it there with me. And I don't know, I just loved looking over in that, like, all of that chaos and seeing, like, this little green thing that just, like, it got really long at one point. And I was really proud Uh that it was still alive. So this year, I have, like, when I got my house, I have this lovely kitchen window that I'm really, like, really happy to have. Um, But it's perfect to put plants on. And so... I've gotten a lot of little guys that I am impressed that are not dead, although it did kill my Venus flytrap. I'm sorry. Um, But I also have a little, like, a tiny patch of dirt in my concrete slab backyard patio area. Um, So I actually got to, like, plant flowers in it, and they bloomed through, like, October. They were beautiful, and I was so happy with them. So it's just happy green things. 
Yes, I love I love spring. I love like new life, warmer weather. I'm excited to maybe put some flower pots and stuff outside of my condo this year. And get, I want to get a plant shelf for a few new plants in my condo. I want to be plant momming it up. I don't want just one anymore. I'm ready. It's funny because like I've always felt like I'm a really good dog mom. I know dogs. I love dogs. I've grown up with dogs my whole life. I know what they need. And I know everything about dogs. I know every noise they make and everything <laughs> they want. But plants, I like don't know the first thing about plants. And I'm like, I don't feel like a great plant mom, but I like try to be. Um, I just don't know them the way I know a dog. Even I though think it's, it's two it totally takes different practice. things. But it's like, it does. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I've gotten a lot more experience this year having more plants than just my one little dude who mm-hmm. also has a name and his name is Planty. Um, <laughs> I'm very I don't creative. Know if I do that. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I just call him Plant. I think I call most of my plants Planty. To be fair, but um, so a good story about not knowing how to do plants sometimes though is that I have this Christmas cactus that. Um, I repotted her. She's a girl. I don't know why. She's a girl. I repotted her in like March. And ever since I repotted her, she has despised me. She was droopy and purple and sad, which is not the color she was supposed to be. Mm. And I like debated, like it just, it just didn't look good. It was a depressed plant. And I was like, what do you want? So I, I tried to water it more and water it less. And it didn't seem to make any difference. But you know what? In December, which is usually when they may or may not bloom. They don't always bloom. Um, I was watering my plants and I took her off the shelf. And I saw that despite her depressed state, she still bloomed. And I felt very proud. (laughs) Yes, yes. I followed that journey as well. She's She's a lot happier now, I gotta say. I'm glad. I wanted to ask you too really quick. I know we talked about music. But is there any other media, books, TV, movies, any other media you consume this year that you think deserves <laughs> a shout out? I know you didn't like plan for this question if you can't no, think of I, something quickly. But... I watched a lot of sitcom. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I watched I a lot that. of sitcom. I, I finished series that had like seven seasons and a big part of that is because yes. I will put them on in the background as I do a mm-hmm. lot of other things. Um, so I watched right. Seinfeld and Golden Girls. I also watched Gilmore Girls, different yes. show. Yes. Um, I just, I really enjoyed having that on as a ba- in the background. Um, just, I don't know, it felt comforting to have. Yeah, just, it like, is comforting. It is, yeah. Not, yeah, TV, you don't have to think about too much. Yeah, yeah, like feel good tv on in the background feels like a friend is there with you in your house exactly it just feels nice yeah i love that i Um, think that's that was definitely a highlight i also got more into youtube actually since the fall i i never watched that much youtube but i I mostly just watch comedians on youtube so yeah i'm a big youtube watcher so i spend most of my time watching that but i did watch two series you recommended this year she-ra and Jane the Virgin, which yes. were both just lovely in their own way. Some of my favorite um, I shows. watched Hilda season two, which was great. So brilliant. Um, I was watching Full House until they yanked it off Hulu. How rude. But, and oh, do you know that that's a quote from Full House? Oh, really? Were you- <laughs> I had no idea. I just say it's that. It's like one of the major catchphrases. How rude. 
Um, I knew you didn't really know the show, wow. so I knew that that was unintentional, but I thought it was really funny. I feel like um, I should have just said yes. <laughs> yeah, that's in- yeah. you should have been like, yeah, that was intentional. Totally, it was um, intentional. But my friend, it is on, I think, HBO Max, one of the HBOs, and my friend gave me their login, so I'm going to finish it, and that's exciting. And I, when I say finish it, I've seen it before. It's like a comfort thing for me because yes. I loved it when I was 10, you know, whatever. I rewatched um, several shows this year. Yeah, I'm, it's like I'm a big rewatch proponent. <laughs> well, rewatching those sitcoms that you grew up with, there is just something really nostalgic about that. I but, yeah, I rewatched yeah. but iCarly earlier this oh, year. Yeah, and it yeah. felt great. It felt yes, awesome. it does. Right, it does. So, <laughs> it was still held up. It was still hilarious. Yes, yes. So yeah, so that's been good. And I did read a lot of good books this year, although I can't pick a favorite. But, uh, but yeah, I've been consuming some good media, so that's been fun, and it's always exciting to think of what, what next year will hold with that as well. Um, yeah. Do you have any goals for next year? I usually don't think about it until either, like, the very end of the year or next year starts. Well, but- okay, let's do it. Instead of, like, re- well, you can say this, but, like, maybe instead of, like, resolutions – more just like what you a few things you want to like happen i think that's how we did it last year on the pod it's kind of like yeah but you can say either either way i didn't want to cut you off no i will say that though i remember last year i said that one thing i wanted to get better at was drinking water and i did that pretty much all year and i'm really proud to say that Mm-hmm. Yes. Good for you. I remember one of my goals on the podcast last year was to get vaccinated. So yeah, awesome. well, done. I, I have written out my personal goals for this year. I'd rather not share them here. They're a little personal. And then if you don't end up doing them, it's kind of like, you know, Ugh. I don't know. It's a little weird, yeah. but I will say a few things I want to do. I want to go. I really hope our conferences for our two yes. organizations that we're a part of Hermansky Public Syndrome and NOAA can happen. Um, we have not had our Hermansky Public Syndrome. This will have been three years. This mm-hmm. year will have been three years since we've seen each other, which was 2019. Um, I mean, at not since conference. we've seen each other, but since we've seen the other people at the conference. Um, and I just want to see you again, you know? Like, know. I'm banking on that, man, to see oh, you again. so good. Um, so, yeah, that's what I want to happen. <laughs> Next year, I'm excited because I've mentioned it before, but um, two of my best friends from college and my older brother are all getting married next year and I am really excited for all of those weddings. I think it's going to be just so fun seeing people I love marrying people that they love. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one of my besties is also getting married soon. In a few weeks, so that will be very fun, too. And who knows what else the year will bring. Yes, what else but, are you looking forward to next year? Uh, yeah, just those conferences are going to be a lot of fun. I'm turning 30. <gasps> wow. <laughs> um, also, I hope to graduate my Braille transcribing school next year. Yay! That would be great. Um, You're so close. Case is so close. I'm close, (laughs) but I'm not close at the same time. (laughs) It's It's like so close and yet so far away. We're both having pretty big birthdays because I will be 25 next year. Yeah. Wow. That's exciting. It's going to be wild, y'all. Anything else for you that sticks out that you're excited for? Is that it? I am actually starting grad school. I, I was I didn't want to be the one to mention it, but I was yeah. waiting for you to mention that. I'm yes. 
excited. I won't talk too much about it right now because I have not started. So there's nothing to say much. But I'll be doing it part-time online. So it'll probably be like, I don't know, three, four years until I actually finish. Uh, But I'm going to be studying user experience design, which is um, kind of like... I don't know. It's it's a lot of dis- like digital design work, so sort of like gla- graphic design, but designing like how apps look and work and how websites look and work and trying to, you know, make things usable and beautiful and user-friendly so that everyone can use them and also combining that with my experience and accessibility. Um, just to make sure that everyone can have a very positive experience using whatever it is. And I'm really excited to learn. I've been really interested in this field for a while, but now I feel like it's the perfect time, better than any, to start something new. So, yes, yay. I'm so excited for you. Um, we do have a little announcement yes. to everyone who is still here, if you're still here listening. It's a little bit of a sad announcement. It's a little, not, not really. We're not, you know, a little bit, but like, we're going to make it, we're going to make it not sad. We're going to make it happy. We are taking a break. Yes. Little hiatus. Nothing too crazy. I feel like. Just for the holiday. A lot of podcasts I listen to take a little break in January after the holidays. In fact, a few that I've been listening to have already announced their break. So I feel like we're following the crowd. But yeah, um, we have never stopped. Like we said earlier in our year and a half, we have not missed an upload. And we've loved doing it and we still love doing it. So it's not like it's not like it's a burden for us. But at the same time, everyone needs a break. Cass is traveling a bit. And um, we're just going to take a break for the holidays. Focus on um some other work we have to get done and we will we will return we will return at toward the what third or fourth week of january yes don't forget about us we We will will be be here we will be back but until then we hope that everyone has a happy 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 new year (laughs) a happy happy new year um and a great 2022 let's hope for the best regardless of how 2021 treated you if it was good if it was not good uh we hope that next year can be onward and upward and that you can remember to drink water (laughs) yes drink that water we love you have a great holiday season Bye. bye